Welcome into another episode of Mozzie and the Muscle. I am, of course, the Muscle. Joined by muscle. none other than Mozzie. Mozzie. <laughs> What's up, guys? Man, AJ Green went bonkers. We were recording Friday afternoon, by the way, and yeah, that was that was absurd. Mm, it felt so good to have him in our league. Yeah, that, that vampire league. We we lost <laughs> last week, unfortunately. Um, other guy had just he had a he had a lot of people go bonkers, and we had some uh, tight end failures. Greg yeah. Olson got hurt, and Travis Kelsey did nothing. So yeah, it doesn't help when that happens. Yeah, ho- hopefully Kelsey gets back in. I mean, I, it's not going to happen every week. Andy Reid's, you know, he game plans well, so like it'll go up and down, but. Yeah, last night's game was pretty solid. I thought um, I was just waiting for the Bengals to blow it because like their scripted session, like their scripted plays, obviously like were really good. That first kind of like first quarter, pretty much like solid, and then right around the half, Baltimore started chipping away at the lead. It was it was a one score <laughs> game for like close to the end of the game, so that was nice. Yeah, until the very end. Mm-hmm. But that was an upset, though. I was not expecting Baltimore to lose that one. Truly. Yeah, yeah I mean those. A lot of division, like I mean, okay, like AFC North, um, NFC North, NFC South. Those games are all always close in the division. So, but yeah, it was a solid game. Dalton in prime time. What's happening? <laughs> I think it's Bill Lazor. I saw some stat where like Bill Lazor has really helped him on his divisional opponents. So who knows? But hmm. um, one thing I want to touch on, I'll I'll talk about it later as well. Is Alex Collins? Is it time to get worried? I mean. <laughs> Like, obviously, I was wrong um, on the call last week, as I'll say. But during the offseason, I was, I, I finally got convinced on him. But, like, a lot of my argument was, like, the team doesn't really have an allegiance to him. And that's kind of showing. Because, like, even though Dixon was out, they still used Buck Allen a lot. So And Javorius. Yeah. So, Javorius, Buck, whatever you want to call him. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I like Javorius better. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you're an Alex Collins owner, it's kind of like I mean, okay, the game scripts were weird both weeks, so it could be it could be a buy low opportunity, or maybe you're panicking. Um, for me, I'm panicking. <laughs> Who do they play next week? The Ravens. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we can check that. But um, Broncos. Broncos. Uh, that might be better. But anyway, so. Yeah, Thursday night game was good. Um, we're gonna skip the studs and duds this week just because it's week one. Everyone's kind of aware that Ryan Fitzpatrick went bonkers. But um, <clears throat> yeah, we're a bit of time crunch, so we're just gonna jump right into uh, some news. Mostly starting with injuries. Um, some of these are kind of already, you know, withstanding. Some of them are new. But um, the Patriots running back situation: Rex Burkhead's questionable still right now. Um, or is it is it like concussion protocol he's in right? Yep. I think he's he might have limited practice. I don't know. Maybe he didn't practice. I'm not 100% sure what his status is. But, I mean, if he's out, that's obviously you know, big for James White and Sonny Michelle if Sonny Michelle's playing. So, I mean, the Patriots they, running back is a thing to watch because they score. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they signed Kenjin Barner as well. Eh, uh, he's with matters. Philly for a little while. I don't think that matters. But. He's that Burkhead type of role. If Burkhead's mm-hmm. not playing and Michelle still isn't 100%, he'll get, like, those secondary uphill carries. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Burkhead did practice on Thursday, but I don't know okay. if it was, like, full or limited, probably limited. But, yeah, I you mean... you got to like his chances then. Yeah, I said if he if he plays, obviously you can play him. And then James White, too. 
I mean, even if Sonny Michelle and James White and Rex Burkett are playing, like, they're all playable just because, well, I mean, it's the Patriots, and then they are against Jacksonville. So, like, it's the receivers are going to be locked down. All one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hope they put Ramsey on Gronk because all that Oh, they talk. have to. Yeah, at this point, they have to. Um, and then Wentz and Jeffrey are still out. Um, I mean, Tampa's defense is way worse than Atlanta's, so it's going to be better this week. But oh, for sure. Way worse. Still not, still not stellar, but, I mean, it's going to be improved. So. Yeah, it's on the road, too. But we saw what Fitzpatrick can do. They're going to have to bottle them up a little bit and put some own, <laughs> their own points up there. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, Philly's defense is solid, so I'm not I'm not projecting another. I'm not projecting any more Fitz Havoc. So. <laughs> it's going to um, be Fitz Tragic. Oh, man. So many puns for his name. Um, it never but... ends. <laughs> Next up, uh, Marlon Mack. I think he's still limited in practice. Um, and that's something to watch. It's mostly, you know, Wilkins and Hines. Um, I probably wouldn't start Wilkins this week just because I think the matchup's not conducive to it. But, like, Naheem Hines might be a... Um, solid option for it because um, I mean we obviously David Johnson catches the ball a lot but I don't think Washington was super great against pass catching running backs last year I mean tight ends were their main weakness but mm-hmm. um, it probably still is but um no they were I thought they were solid against the run I could be wrong I know yeah. that well I, yeah. I think they're solid like against like running running backs so mm-hmm. I just not use on Wolves or Wilkins but um if, Mar- if Mac is out I could play Hines is in like a PPR league Okay, Mac was limited. Marlon Mack was limited on Thursday, so he's kind of up in the air still. So that's something to watch. Um, like I said, I'm not really playing Wilkins, I don't think. Away, away underdogs isn't really the situation to play your committee running back. It's going to throw yeah. that out there. <laughs> your committee coming off an injury running back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, next up, the big news um, that just came out earlier today. Um, I mean, Freeman's been limited or not practicing all week. Um, he's, I think he's probably still been practicing all week. He is most likely out this weekend so uh, fire get, up your tevin coleman yeah um, whenever whenever um freeman's been out it's been coleman just lights out so all day yeah um question ito smith any any interest in him he'll get some uh he'll get some carries yeah i mean i i assume that freeman's only out this week but i mean like Ido Smith is like the the third the third guy there. So like if Freeman is out for a while, then I mean, I don't I don't mind it. <laughs> like if you're super desperate, or maybe if he's really cheap on like Fanduel or DraftKings or something, he could be a DFS play. But um, the the main thing is, I mean, Coleman's probably cheap enough too. That like Coleman's the play, right? <laughs> for sure. I don't think there's much of a way around that. Um, I be- yeah, it's that's gonna be an interesting game. Um. Falcons are going to be missing some defensive uh, players too. Like they're out, Neil and who, um, who else? Deion Jones, I think. They're down yeah, two Jones. guys. So, and then um, the Panthers are missing a lineman or two. So, like, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. But as, I mean, when Freeman's out, you start Coleman. It's it's that simple. Um, next, uh, Vance McDonald, I think, is supposed to be playing. So, that's that's a thing. Um, oh, and yeah, he should be a good uh, waiver wire pickup for anyone looking for a tight end this week. Yeah, they play um, the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that's um, they have a mid defense. So, <laughs> and historically, Pittsburgh seems to just have the Chiefs number. 
I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm not too keen on the history of those two teams, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, okay, so going back, Coleman is 5,900 on FanDuel, so I think he's, like, an insta-play now, right? I mean... Oh, for sure. That's... I mean, that's that's too easy, I think. Yeah, we have him in our uh, Vampire League, and... Yeah. We that's... were going to start him anyway, but now that Devontae's out, that's, oh, yeah. like, a lock him in as your mm -hmm. RB1. That's super easy, and then I'm going to look up how much he is on DraftKings. Uh, Coleman's 5,300 on DraftKings, so, like... Yeah, you're playing him no matter what, especially in DFS, so... Um, and, you know, I mean, Vance McDonald's probably a cheap option. I, like, assuming he does play, like, that's looking like he will, um, then he's a good option because I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Agreed. Um, Bosa's still out. He's going to miss another week at least, so that helps the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you're not as worried about LaShawn McCoy this week. Okay, okay. Like because if, if you have to start LaShawn McCoy, that's obviously a bummer. But, like, it's better having Bosa out if you have to start him. But, I mean, hopefully yeah, you not. can feel a little more confident about pay, playing a Bills player. Yeah, I could I could maybe get behind Kelvin Benjamin this week. Well, the coach called him out for oh, being yeah. a fat, lazy piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's calling him out for that. But, um, <laughs> I mean, Josh Allen is an upgrade from Nathan Peterman. Like, he is. And, he like, really he, is. He will launch some to Kelvin, so as long as Kelvin, like, catches it, then... <laughs> Hey, remember when Bills fans were upset because we said Peterman was terrible and they shouldn't have started him? Yeah. So yeah. So like we tweeted out, um, basically like how does how does McDermott still have a job after benching Tyra for Peterman? And there are so many Bills fans that are mentioned about how Tyra's bad and Peterman's fine. And after after he got benched in a half again for Josh Allen, I've tweeted a victory lap, and he's yeah. And Josh Allen starting this week. So Nathan Peterman's bad is the, is the premise, and I don't I don't get how like twice I don't get how twice McDermott looks at Peterman and thinks yeah this is the guy to start. It's just dreadful. He yeah. actually did worse this past week than he did against the Chargers. He had a worse passer rating. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't watch the whole game obviously because why would I want to do that to myself? But like every time <laughs> I looked, he was missing throws. Like. It was either like a foot over or at the feet of whoever he was throwing it to almost every time I looked. Like, he's bad. He is really bad. So Maybe they were just waiting for Josh Allen. They're like, you know what? We can't even put our full 100% in when they have Peterman playing. Like, all the receivers. <laughs> all yeah. one and a half. It's like Zay Jones and Benjamin. But, yeah, they get the Chargers and the... Um... Vikings these next two weeks, right? So I mean, I'm, still, I'm just avoiding all bills in general for probably the whole season, especially the next two weeks. But <laughs> anyway, um, Will Fuller, I think he's gonna play. Oh yeah. I mean, we'll know because they're they're an earlier game, right? They're a one o'clock game, so I mean, we'll probably know if he like travels with the team if that, then if he's gonna play. But um, I think Will Fuller plays. If not, um, Bruce Allington's an option. But, yeah, he was a good. He was a fine fill in last week. Yeah, but. He's only really viable when when Fuller's not in. Yeah, and like I don't taking a shot of the tight ends certainly worked last week. So obviously, I mean, there's Hopkins, but if Fuller is like actually fine and his hamstring is good, then he's a, I mean, he's obviously always a what the heck flex kind of thing, just because he's fast as hell. <laughs> oh yeah. Who's the uh, other running back? Is it Dante Foreman? Yeah, he's still on the pup. He's still on the pup. Yes, yeah, so, I mean maybe say Lamar Miller gets more receptions again. I think that's a safe bet that Lamar Miller has a pretty solid outing this week. Yeah, how many receptions did he have last week anyway? 
I'll look that up. Um, okay. So let's see. The Bucks secondary is even more injured. Um, <laughs> in case he needed more reason to target them. Because like it's going to be Hargraves, right? Yeah, he's, he's out, not, and I think Brent Grimes is out again too. Uh, Yikes. Yeah, it's going to be rough. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, I mean, with that, I guess Aguilar is not a bad option. Or, honestly, Mike Wallace, I could see being an okay choice, too. Um, Ertz. Yeah, Ertz even. Yeah, he's, I mean, Foles has to, like, Foles is going to do a lot better this week. Like, he'll probably get a touchdown or two, I imagine, just because of how bad the, like, okay, the, like, the Bucks offense was clicking last week, but the defense was still awful. Like, that's a thing, so. Yeah, no, their defense is miserable. Mm-hmm. What did I say? I said uh, Fitz may be magic, but that defense is elastic. <laughs> yeah. So, was it Lamar Miller only, only got um, actually two targets last week? But because um, it was Hopkins had eleven, Ellington had eight, and Ryan Griffin had five. So maybe those guys. But um, Ryan they Griffin might use had... Ellington in like some pass back catching role. Yeah, Ellington. Well, he had four for thirty-seven and touchdown last week. I mean, that was a, a decent fill-in. Ryan Griffin had five targets and no catches. Ooh, that's rough. But, that um, is rough. Yeah, I mean, it was it was Hopkins, of course. Um, but, yeah, so hopefully Will Fuller plays. That helps everyone on the team. Um, Marquise Goodwin, um, it's – honestly, I think it's kind of 50-50 right now. Maybe leaning a little towards out. Mm-hmm. See, I, no, I still don't think he's practiced yet. But um, if he's out, Garcon, Kittle, Pettis are all viable. Pettis had a great touchdown last week. Still a rookie, and he's – not going to be like their star yet, but we saw Detroit secondary was a little bit uh, lackluster that this past week. Yeah, and I imagine the running game will get going more this week. But I mean, Pettis and Kittle, like I still say, like are there only two red zone receiving options? So I definitely mean, high on Kittle for sure. Yeah, I mean, last week he got a ton of work too. So like, I mean, if he was out there and you were able to grab him, he's a good start this week, I think. Um, and then let's see. We, oh, yeah, we lost a couple uh, tight ends. Delaney Walker and Greg Olson. Greg Olson's supposed to come back. Um, I don't – I mean, you can grab Ian Thomas, but I guess they said they're going to do a committee at tight end with Olsen out. But I don't I don't think you can start any of the backup tight ends. I think this just kind of boosts Funchess mm-hmm. and McCaffrey. Do you have any other thoughts on that? Or? Uh, not particularly. Yeah. I don't – I'm not starting Ian Thomas this week. Yeah, I mean, and Olsen's just a question mark so much now. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we saw last year how the team was without Olsen. So, I mean, maybe DJ Moore gets more involved. But, yeah, we, we kind of know what to expect there. Delaney Walker, um, I mean – He's done for the season. Yeah, so Jonu Smith, I mean, he's – I don't know if I'd – I mean, if you, if you have to start him this week, it's fine. He's playable, but – what are your thoughts on him rest of the season? I really feel like he's going to fill in. Like, I, I really do. Just over time. Yeah, I mean, he can... I think he can be a top 12 tight end on the year. Cause, I mean, that's obviously not hard to do, but... I mean, Mariota needs somebody that he can just dump it off to. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Corey Davis will get a buttload of targets. Because he got, he got a bunch last week, too, and it's only going to go up. But, mm-hmm. I mean... Hopefully, hopefully Mariota plays. I mean, I'd obviously because if Mariota's out, I'm not starting Jonu either way. No, for sure. But um, yeah, Mariota. I think he's been practicing in a limited capacity. I, I think he's gonna play. I think he's fine. Yeah, if I, mean, I remember correctly, they almost got rid of his injury tag, did they? Yeah, he might have practiced fully. So I, I I assume Mariota's gonna be playing. Um, 
if for some reason he doesn't sit, I, I honestly, except for maybe Dion Lewis, like sit all your Titans, because like, yeah, <laughs> like, it's hard. It's, it's hard to trust anyone on the team if Gabbert's playing. But um, even then, I don't feel great about many Titans, except for possibly you know a, the main guys this week against Houston, just because that D line is mean. Very mean. Mm -hmm. They're bullies. Yeah, <laughs> I think I've, I think I have Houston winning too. So you do too. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got Leonard Fournette. Um, I, he's like fifty-fifty, and that's kind of shitty because it's a later game. Yeah, I'm like I feel like he'll probably play, but hamstring injuries, man, those things you got to take care of. If he reaggravates it this week, I picked up T.J. Yeldon in a couple leagues just in case. Yeah, well, here's the tough thing though, because like, even if he does play, like, we don't, I don't know, if, like, if he gets the full workload or if he's okay the whole game. Like, I don't know, like, if you can confidently start him even if he is good, because maybe he's back out. Yeah, I mean, or he maybe might get a committee. Might be like re-injured on the first play, but it's we've seen it before where they've taken Fournette out and used other running backs if they don't want to overexert him. Yeah, I mean, okay, they last year they were good about like enough ahead of time taking him out like they 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 usually knew like the day before the day of like if he was going to play or not they like I, I don't think there were any times last year that, that he like started and like came out like if you had a tag because if you had a tag he was either fully in or fully out it seemed like right I mean, yeah because there were there were like one or two surprise scratches he had as well yeah i remember a couple of those <laughs> the, good, the good part is like it, you know whether or not to start him so i mean I, if he's active, you gotta play him. If you have him, I think, because like, like he's he's the goal line guy. So like, even if he doesn't play much, like if he get, he can he can get you two touchdowns at thirty yards, and you're happy. <laughs> so yeah, and a lot of the offense moves through him in yeah. that offensive line. Now, question: Do do you think Yeldon's startable? Even if I guess I guess Yeldon's like flex playable, even if Fournette does play. I think he is. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it either way. Obviously, if Fournette's out and you have Yeldon, like start him up because. Like he's the clear handcuff for that, but it's it's annoying, especially because it's later game. But we'll, we'll probably know. We'll have we'll probably have some clarity on Fournette before the game starts. But like I said, we're recording Friday afternoon, so we'll know more before we have to pick a choice. Mm -hmm. um, Doug Baldwin is out for a couple weeks, but for some reason on ESPN, I still can't put him in my IR. Um, <laughs> he's still got the doubtful tag because like I don't know, it's dumb. But you can put Le'Veon Bell in your IR. Anyway, um, enough with right. ESPN. Um, who do you prefer with Marsh or sorry with uh, Baldwin out? Do you prefer Lockett or Marshall? Um, Lockett is gonna get your field yardage like uh, that Baldwin would usually get. Like Russell Wilson likes to just hit bombs sometimes to move him down the field because he's good at it. He's an amazing athlete. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. Tyler Lockett, I think, is going to get those deep throws, but I don't see him finding the end zone very easily. I think if you want an end zone guy, you want Brandon Marshall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's I guess it depends on what you need. Like, if you want a safer option, I'm going Marshall. If I'm going upside, I'm going Lockett. Does that does that seem reasonable? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think Marshall's going to have a nice floor. Mm -hmm. um, with a steady amount of targets, whereas Lockett could really get some deep plays. Yeah, because, I mean, did, they, didn't they slide Lockett into the slot once Baldwin was out? 
I think they did. They might have. I did but, not um, see that. But I mean, yeah, Mar like Marshall look looks better now than he did. I think he's healthier, which is a big thing. Um, they did like the last year or two. Um, and like Russell's gonna look for him some because like he's he's that typical like it's third and seven. You need a guy. Like it sounds so cliche, but that's actually Marshall's good at that. Um, so he's got great hands. Yeah, like he's honestly like he's like he's probably the go-to in the red zone. For sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, who else? Like maybe a tight end, but yeah. Well, I don't know, Disley. Yeah, which is weird because everyone thought it was gonna be Vanette, including myself. So maybe. Yeah, I had no idea who that was. Yeah, it's it's weird, but yeah, Baldwin's gone. Um, I mean, obviously it hurts Russell Wilson, but he's kind of been able to. I I think Wilson can overcome it because he always has. But yeah. <laughs> Because he is that good. Yeah, and then um, last week we've got Darren Sproles. He was, like, limited or not practicing, I think, as well. Um, he got a lot more work last week than everyone thought he would. So It's his um, last season. To, yeah, really. Out so with a bang. If, he's, if he's out, that's obviously a boost to a Jai and Clement. Like, if Sproles is out, I think Clement's playable. Um, they yeah. said that you'll know today if Sproles is playing. <laughs> oh, that's good. I think he will. I think yeah. he'll play. He didn't practice Thursday, but so that's that's a, it's a hammy, and he's mm. guy who relies on his hammy, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I literally just got a notification that uh, Sprawls has been ruled out. So that was breaking news. Already. He's been ruled out. Interesting. Yeah. Obviously, no Alshon, but yeah, no Darren Sprawls. So I, I think that, that I think that puts Clement into playable range, and you're probably playing a giant anyway. But yeah, I mean, got to. Peterson's gonna use a committee, so a Jai and Clement. So that I guess it kind of answers our question in our league, huh? We were yeah. torn on if Clement was kind of in there or not, and I guess he is. So that was very good timing. Um, Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's almost. I mean, we might we might have missed something, but that's most of it. Um. If anything comes back into our heads, we'll go over it. Um. Obviously, this the, all the suspensions are still in place. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Devonta Freeman just got rolled out too, for sure. Well, I think he was already rolled out, but he's like officially out yeah. now. Yeah. He was like most likely not playing, but he's out out. Um. Yeah. So, um, Bell's still gone. I don't. I think. I mean, I'm honestly, it might just be Big Ten at this point when it comes back. Um. We kind of went over that last week, but I mean, like, we don't know more than anyone else knows. So it's literally just kind of taking a guess and what your risk tolerance is on it. Um. Yeah. In the meantime, Connor proved he's pretty good. Yeah. Oh fuck! I have to put my foot in my mouth, don't I? <sighs> Damn it. Okay, I'll do that. Um. You have to what? Remember last week I said if Connor's a top ten running back, I'll literally put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> he That's... was like the number two, or right? Or. I think so. Um, yeah, he was number two. All right. I'll. I have a stock on, so I'll just like put it like in there. I'll send you a Snapchat of it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna keep this mic on too. Uh, Hearing muffled mouth noises. Yeah, yeah hello. <laughs> I don't want to take my sock off. One, that's a lot of effort, and two, it would have been honestly grosser, I think, than my barefoot would have been. But um, yeah, so I'm sending uh, sending you the Snapchat right now. Um, oh, you're in my you're my best friends on here. I don't Snapchat Aww. much. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I got a little like fuzz on my tongue from that. Okay, but um, yeah, I fucked up on that one. Um. Oh, Every, yep, he did it. He did it, guys. All these red, places. Red sock. That's orange, but yeah. I mean, it's orange? Yeah. 
not be the lighting. It's like a it's a burnt orange. So yeah. Okay. But, AJ um, with the burnt orange sock in his mouth after James Connor did go off last week. Yeah, I fucked that one right up. Um, <laughs> although I think I think whoever it was, Fickner came out and said he may not get as much work. But either way, it's still hard to. Yeah, you're starting him. Um, I feel I feel real bad. Not like guilty bad, but like trash bad after not picking him up everywhere. Because I, I thought like Bell was bluffing, and I was so wrong. But um. And I scooped him up in my homer league because nobody picked him up. I, like, told everyone in my league, too, like, hey, guys, James Conner's still available, and no one picked him up. And I was like, all right, well, yeah, I'm going to take him. I had the chance to everywhere and didn't, and I feel I feel real dumb. Um, <laughs> let's see. All the other suspensions are still in place. Um, it kind of, you know, Kamara's, you know, the guy. Still no Aaron Jones or Edelman or Jameis or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, we have kind of know how these have adjusted. Um you think Jameis is going to lose his starting spot? I don't know. I guess we'll see how Fitz does these next two weeks. Like, if Fitz, if Fitzpatrick, like, keeps the magic up against Philly, then I think they really have something to think about. But if he goes back to normal, then, you know, yeah. All right. So, um, on to some of our picks and stuff for uh, this week, all that jazz, all that good stuff. Um, why don't, why, might as well kick it off with some defense and kickers, because everyone Weird. loves that. Um, I think I think last week a lot of our picks were pretty solid. Um, let me let me pull up who did we um, who did we have on the our kickers did well. We had Venetari. I specifically remember him. Yeah. Uh, Kaimi Fairbairn was one. Yeah, we oh, we picked McAnus. McAnus. Um, <laughs> yeah, Titans and Dolphins. I think we're both fine. Dolphins were solid. Um, Redskins were good. Um, I, mean, I don't know. The Giants were okay. Maybe the t- uh, the Lions won. They got a touchdown and that saved them. Otherwise, it would have been trash. Um, <laughs> Randy Bullock did fine. <laughs> Fat Randy, but um. Fat Randy. Yeah. So this week, um, do you want do you want to hit me with some kickers? Uh, let's see. Uh, for if Mc, some of the same names like if McManus and Venetari are still not picked up, they're pretty good plays this week. Less a little less so with Venetari against Washington, but I think he'll still get his due. Yeah, uh, but I, I personally wouldn't great. go Venetari just because the whole road underdog, but. I like Robbie Gold a lot this week mm-hmm. at home against the Lions. I think he's a great play. I think the Lions will bounce back a little bit, if, if certainly not defensively than like mm-hmm. offensively as well. But even so, I like Gold to get a couple kicks in there against the Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Dustin Hopkins isn't a bad option. Like I said, home favorites are always fine. I mean, Matt Bryan, he's if he's available, Boswell is probably owned. That's a high scoring yeah. game at home though, so it's good. And yeah, like you said, McMahon is home favorite. And in in Denver always helps the kicker too. Let's see who else. Um I mean I I mean I think I think four or five kicker recommendations is pretty good. Just the, yeah. main, the main thing I look for is home, favorite, good weather. Actually a decent kicker too. Like if it's a trash like I'm not gonna pick a Vikings kicker usually. <laughs> Seahawks have Janikowski now at least, right? Do they? Holy shit, they do. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a plus, but I don't know. Pete, Pete Carroll might, might want to go for it more than he should. <laughs> you got Cody Parkey with the Bears, too. He might be a solid option. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, let's see. So, so um, is that enough time on kickers? We spent a lot of time on kickers last week. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, I mean, how much time is too much time on kickers? Like, <laughs> one minute? That's a philosophical <laughs> debate. 
Oh, so Bill O'Brien just came out and said he's confident Will Fuller plays this week. So, yeah. All right. Um, Updates as the pod goes on. I like yeah. it. Uh, defense. Um, I like Washington. They did pretty well last week, and and he's not a great team. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're one of my starts this week as well as uh, Washington. Uh, I also like Houston against uh, Tennessee. It's not. I don't think it's at home. I think it's in Tennessee, but I mm-hmm. still like them. Yeah, the D line's pretty mean, and also with Houston and like against Tennessee, like there's a chance that Mariota gets re-injured. Oh, yeah, you, I mean, you never want to hope for that or bet on that, but like if he's been questionable all week, it could. It could just be a thing where like he gets pulled out because his elbow's still messed up, and you get playing Gabbert, and that's always good for defense. Yeah, good for your defense. <laughs> yeah, um, I put in New Orleans here. Um, I'm not high on it, but you go ahead. Yeah, so they're they're like a big home favorite. The over unders high, so maybe you're against it. It's more of like a if so like if someone dropped them and you're desperate, it's like a hail mary play, just because like if they do get it together, like they've historically always been pretty bad at week one. It's like just the Saints thing. But if, if they do get it together against Cleveland, then, yeah. Ty- Tyrell's not very turnover prints. So that hurts it. But the, Their defense looked so bad last yeah. week. Which it was, it's such a huge contra- it's a contrast from last year. So, like, if, if you want to bet on something, like, where they, they get it together again against Cleveland, like, I don't hate it. But mm-hmm. I said, I don't love it. But, like, maybe if you're trying to be, like, sneaky and a gpp or something but which yeah. i which i can see but there, there aren't a lot of good defensive streaming options this week and then of course there's your there's your team to pick as well <laughs> you like the jets against the dolphins i mean i was gonna say i think both of those defenses are actual viable viable options this week yeah it's it's in it's it's what jets are at home right yeah, so it's in New York, which makes me favor the Jets a little better. They actually really like playing at home because they kind of have that whole New Jack City swagger defense thing going on. So, like, yeah. I, I like the Jets this week. Someone uh, probably picked them up, too, after last week. <laughs> I mean, God, 25 points. They yeah, set the record. Bananas, bonkers, holy moly. So that was wild to see Stafford struggle that much, but – well, I told you this, but apparently the Jets knew his play calls. Yeah. And I'm like, it's week one. <laughs> Did you? So either they didn't change anything from last year in terms of play calls, which is ridiculous with a new head coach. Um, or they just like, I mean, that has to be it, right? Like they didn't make any adjustments. Maybe, I don't know, but apparently some of the Lions vets already don't like Patricia, so that's fun. It's going to be a rough start for him. Yeah. Said a lot of a lot of Bill Belichick disciples have not been successful. So I want Patricia to succeed eventually, but God, he looked awful, and it felt so good to beat them up on Monday night. Uh, yeah, as a Jets fan, I'm sure you're happy. <laughs> Just a constant erection for like three hours straight. <laughs> Which I is don't weird get to how- have that. It's weird how bad <laughs> that wasn't four hours, so you're good. But um, <laughs> it's kind of weird how bad the defense was for him being a defensive guy. So right, like that's where he comes from. I mean, but the, the thing about the help. Patriots' <laughs> defense is, I mean, over the past couple of years, they've had a pretty good defense, but they haven't always started off strong. So maybe yeah, their defense I don't know. started pretty bad last year too, and there was been like a quote unquote bend but not break. But yeah. They broke. <laughs> and, I'll and tell you whose defense looked a lot better, though, was the Patriots. 
Yeah. Their defense um, looks so much better than the Lions this week. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, they've always been pretty good week one just because of Belichick. Obviously, I don't want to jerk him off, but yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure that's what now all those he white wide receivers are for. But, right. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I mean, that was kind of expected. And I think I maybe briefly mentioned the pass defense last week. I don't know. But um, they play the Jags this week. So, I mean, I don't hate the Pats again, too, this week. Yeah, that's actually a solid defensive play. That's it. It is on the road, but they were getting pressure, a lot of pressure on Watson. Mm-hmm. And it's I couldn't quite tell if it's because Houston's O line is garbage or yeah, if it they was have the like Patriots' the, pass rush. They do have like the worst O line in the league, and the, the the Jags O line is like significantly better. They have one of the best. That's yeah. going to be a stark contrast. Yeah, because I mean they got. Um, freaking Norwell. So I mean, they have like they have like they have a top ten line for sure. I'd say. So, but um, yep. yeah, Houston's is like the worst. Them and Buffalo. So yeah, I think they're probably bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah. So um, I I guess onto our um sleeper streamer starts and busts and world predictions. This is that. Um, we can go over last week's real quick. Um, a lot of misses. I am obviously like, my main miss was my bull prediction. Alex Collins was not a top three running back by any means. Um, that was bad. He, what was he? It started off so promising, too. He got, like, a touchdown in the first five minutes, and we were like, okay, there we go. Yeah, the game script didn't go well for him because, like, they didn't need to play him much, and he fumbled. It, it, was, it was a rough time. It, it, was, it was a little better this past week, even though the game script was um, worse. Yeah, he got 10.5, which still isn't great because freaking Buck Allen keeps vulturing him. It's so weird. But, um... Maybe Den- maybe against Denver will be a little better, but so far these first two weeks not good for Alex Collins. Though, so. rough uh, rough start there. Yeah, if you took him pretty high, you're probably not happy about how he's done so far. Nah, and then your bold prediction on JGI that one that one was all right. Yeah, I said that he would still be the RB one by the time the games end, and like I meant like literally the number one, mm-hmm. but it ended up being pretty a pretty solid prediction overall. Like if you ask me just cause he ended up being what, like number 10 yeah. with 20 points and he got beat by, um, Eckler and Gordon who just teed off on the chiefs. And then you had Peterson Thompson. So Washington's yeah. running backs. That, that's hilarious. Like both the Washington and chargers running backs. Yeah. So it's not funny. a correlation I'd picked up on. And then of course, Camara and James Connor just absolutely decimated them, but yeah. they were all really close. The only ones that really, I'd say like were far past JHI were like Kamara, James Connor yeah. and, and Camara. Yeah. It's, it was, it was pretty bonkers, but yeah, I mean, he was, he was an RB one. So like, he got 20 points. So that's yeah. good. Um, Let's see. My start of Njoku was bad, but the chargers receivers had a day just because the chargers in general had a day. Yeah. <laughs> um, spot me obviously, especially Keaton Allen. How, how exactly did uh, Mike Williams and the, all of them do? Mike Williams uh, got a touchdown, which was nice to see because I was hoping they would get him integrated in the offense this year after a really rough rookie year, and he did. Yeah, I was happy up, about let that. Let me pull up their target stats. Oh, no, he was 5 for 81. It was Tyra Williams that had the touchdown. Yeah, yeah Mike Williams, 6 targets, 5 for 81. Uh, Tyra Williams two for eight and a touchdown so they did they did pretty fine Keenan that's Allen, a nice uh, stat line though for mike yeah. williams five for 81 and, with, and he only had one not completed target yeah so i mean okay they, they had a, they had pretty good weeks in general didn't he like almost getting a touchdown catch as well 
He did almost. Or what, wasn't it Tyrell should have had too? I think one of them had like one or like maybe or both of them had ones they should have gotten. Um, so it was a good call. Um, our streamers, Tyrod popped off his rushing like we've talked about all the time. Uh-huh. He pretty much added a running back for you. So he was good. He was what the QB. He was a he was a top ten, right? He was yeah. He was QB, he was QB, QB seven, seven in our league. Yeah. Um, depending on your settings, it may be a little up or down. And then Dalton was what Q, QB fifteen in ours. So like, okay, it was okay. I mean, if yeah, and you're hoping for a little more, but typical Dalton day. Um, what it was two like two fifty two touchdowns and a pick. That's a Dalton day. Yeah. That's a Dalton day. It's a Dalton day. He popped off on the Ravens, though, so that's good. Well, does yeah. Can we say it carries over? <laughs> I would not have played him against the Ravens. So, I liked him as a as a flyer this week. Him and Flacco actually, and mm-hmm. yeah, he did a lot better than Flacco did. Yeah. But Flacco got the yards on the on the uh, like comeback trail, but either he way. did. Yeah. Um. See, our streams were solid. The the Dalton was okay, and Tyrod was really good. So we've usually been pretty good on the streamers. So let's see how we do this week. Um. Our sleepers last week, Keelan Cole did not do so hot. Um, I mean, the, I don't think any of the Jags receivers did a ton, did they? Uh, I don't think so. Cole looked the best. He's probably my favorite yeah, I mean, moving forward. The, the target spread was like pretty even. It was Westbrook <laughs> got six, Moncrief got five, Cole got four. So yeah, Cole was what three for 54. I mean, depending on what you're looking for, it wasn't terrible. But I mean, his yards per reception, 18. That's what he does. He's a big play guy. So he was okay, but I mean... Red might be a little a little harsh, but eh. and then Wilkins kind of similar deal. He was okay, but I'm not anything stellar. Mm-hmm. Um, our sits, let's see, we were pretty okay on two of our three sits. Um, yeah, I said to sit Bortles. I didn't like the matchup very much, and he didn't he didn't have a very good game. Yeah, he was what QB nineteen, right? About depending on your yeah. settings. He had so. like fourteen points, which is about what I would have pegged him for. Yeah, so that, that was a good call. Um, Keenum did a lot better than we thought. Um, or I, I can't, was that was that yours or mine? I can't. Remember that was mine. Name. Yeah, I didn't like Keenum a whole lot, but he had a really good game. So props. Yeah, he was QB eleven, which I mean, this it was a very high scoring quarterback week. So <laughs> it was. I mean, the fact that Tyrod was QB seven and he had twenty four points is kind of crazy. Yeah, Alex Smith was QB uh, QB twelve and thirteen, where Smith and Luck like twenty one and a half. So like. The top 12 and 13 quarterbacks all got above 20 points. That's very solid. This is why you don't take a QB early. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, let's see. Also, the San Francisco RB is I listed as sits. That was a good call. They didn't do much. Um, they were, let me see. They were RB 47 and 69. Kyle Usechek <laughs> got more than Breda and Morris. That's hilarious because he's nice. receiving. So... Yeah, and then, so our call, we had a mixed bag last week on some of them. Um, happens, I mean, week one's pretty wild. Hopefully we can do a little better this week, and hopefully we keep it up with the streaming calls, because that, that's, that's, that's been our bread and butter. That was our, that was our thing last, last year that we nailed, too. Um, yeah, the stream. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you want to go ahead and tell me who some of the quarterback streamers you'd like this week are? Yeah, so I have obligatory tie rod. I didn't want to harp on him too much since we had him last week, too, but... I'm starting him against the Saints if I need a quarterback this week. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, it's kind of a, you know, definitely more of a gut call, but I like Eli. Eli is my streamer this week. If you need a quarterback and 
a lot of good ones are taken. My guess is Eli's not taken in most leagues. Probably not, especially um, after last week. Yeah, they played the Jags last week. Uh, the Jags defense is a lot better <laughs> than, than the Cowboys defense. I feel like there's enough set there. <laughs> um, and historically speaking, this is a really fun matchup. I love the Dallas and Giants games, and Eli tends to play pretty well against Dallas. And I think Odell's going to have a day. I think Engram will get back on track as well. Yeah, Dallas is just pretty, like, there's going to be zero, like, stress on the Giants offense because I don't, the like, Dallas isn't going to do much, right? <laughs> like, yeah. That, I mean, hopefully they just feed Zeke all day. Horrible from them last week. Yeah, like, they got to they gotta throw to Zeke more. They, they got to. Like, if they want to win, like, I mean, I know I'm not an NFL coach, but like, <laughs> well, they don't have a deep guy. Yeah, they, they don't, don't have a. They don't deep have any guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like the thing I was watching was saying the Panthers like to stack the box with their safeties to prevent any movement on the ground. So like, you have to throw it deep to challenge them and get them mm-hmm. to move it around, and they didn't. Twelve exactly. of of carries for Zeke were against the stacked box, which is why Zeke struggled until the very end. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, he still got some stuff. He's got a touchdown, but only yeah. three, only three, what, uh, three targets, right? I think. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do more than that. Might have been a few more. Let me see. Dallas. So he had three receptions. He had. Oh, he had four targets. Still, like, fucking Joff Swaim had the same number of targets as, as Ezekiel Elliott, <laughs> right? So. <laughs> see, I like I like Eli this week. Is like your he might get you like twenty points. Yeah, I can, I can see him doing that. Um, oh, I got a notification. So Mario is probably going to play, but apparently Taylor Lewan is out because he had that concussion last week. And then um, who is is Conklin, the other, another lineman there? Yeah. Up. Yeah, so they're both out, I think. <coughs> Texans defense. Uh, yeah, like we said so. <laughs> oh, no, there's an ad playing somewhere. Fuck you, ESPN, for this. I can't hear it. It's fine. Yeah, but... um. Let me see. Yeah. So no, uh, no, no lineman there. The no Taylor the one's like one of the best left tackles in the league too. So that hurts a lot. Like not having your left tackle against the Texans. That's a, that's a big right. deal. So. Oof. Oh JJ Watt. Oh no. Maybe maybe Mariota <laughs> can be your sit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Honestly, that's not a bad option. Um. So yeah, we got Tyrod and Eli, and I like Alex Smith and Big Ben. That's it's matchup based, and Big Ben's at home, so that helps. And the weather will be better. Like. Big Ben might be selling it for like three hundred and three, probably with a pick too. But um, yeah, I mean Philip Rivers went off. He's got weapons. Big Ben has weapons. I think he'll go off too. I don't think the elbows a worry. Then Alex Smith, he gets he gets the um the Colts who, um, they're bad against defending running backs, which is what Alex Smith likes. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they're not good against tight ends either, which is what Alex Smith likes. So they're also just bad. So <laughs> also just bad. And like they all, like the Colts offense will do uh, probably do enough that Alex Smith like has to throw some, but Alex Smith can also run the ball, so that helps. Um, in that sense, you know. Yeah, the Redskins were kind of this sleeper team this year that I think you and I both agreed we're going to do a little bit better mm-hmm. than people expected with Smith. Yeah, but but yeah, like I said, their defense is also an option too this week. And um, but back to Tyrod, Fitzpatrick ran a fair amount against the Saints too, and we know Tyrod's faster than Fitzpatrick's. <laughs> I <would> hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that race now. Um, so I guess um those are our streams. I guess we can go to our starts. I like James White this week. Um, 
even I mean obviously if Burkhead or Michelle doesn't don't play I mean that's even better um, for for that pick um, even if they are both playing I think James White gets enough looks just out of the passing game um, and then they're playing the Jags like that's like the receivers aren't gonna do anything this week like I don't think any of them do anything <laughs> yeah no Gronk I mean will, well Gronk will beat Ramsey a few times yeah but the running backs it's it's gonna be all the running backs this week like you could you could legitimately start any of them I'm just picking James White um, because I know for sure he's healthy so yeah he's gonna be a feature in that game plan yeah, so he's definitely a good call he was a good last week too um <laughs> How did he do last week? Let me see. He got – he didn't run much, but he caught a lot of passes. That's kind of his thing. So he, he got four of nine targets last week for 38 yards and a touchdown. I mean, he only rushed five times for 18 yards, but, like, that's you're getting for the receiving. So he's, he's a PPR guy, especially. So, yeah. <coughs> and he'll still get yardage even in non-PPR, but he's definitely going to be stronger in a PPR format by a mm-hmm. lot. For sure. Who you got? So everybody's on Enunwa. And I like Anunua on the season. I think uh, Darnold really likes him. They mesh well in camp. He's a good possession receiver. Um, but against the Dolphins, historically speaking, I really like um, Robbie Anderson. Mm-hmm. I think this is Robbie's breakout game. It's a good week to buy low on him since he didn't do a whole lot last week. He had basically one boom play. It was one for 41 and a touchdown, right? I think Exactly. Yeah. I think he'll get a lot more involved in the game plan. And we also have to remember that Jermaine Curse is back. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Curse is going to eat into a little bit of a Nunez value. Yeah. But not as much as Robbie's. Yeah. As weird as, as it sounds that you may game plan around Quincy and Nunez, like that was, he was clearly Darnold's target. So I imagine mm-hmm. things will change up this week. And Robbie Anderson's like, he's a, he's a very good weapon. You've got to use some. So. Yeah, if they want to win, they got to use Robbie Anderson. I think they will. I like it. They also didn't have to do much last week. True. <laughs> they were just, like, destroying them for most of the game. Yeah, I think Darnold threw what? Like, how? Darnold did not throw much. He threw, like, what, 20-ish times? Yep, he was, like, 16 for 22 or something after the pick six. Yeah, so he didn't have to do a lot. So... <laughs> I mean, a lot probably, yeah, 16 of 21. So the key, 20, 21 pass attempts is super low. Mm-hmm. So there will be more this week. So I like that. Robbie Anderson will probably see a lot more looks. Um, let's see. Oh, that's the other one. Our, our sleepers. Um, I'm, I like RSJ this week. Ricky Seals Jones, tight end of the Arizona Cardinals, are going up against the Rams, who we saw Jared Cook just tear apart. But I, that was more by kind of design on both ends. Um, the Rams have super good corners. Um, they can stop the run well. Like they're, they're good up front and in the secondary, but their weakness is kind of the linebackers. So you can you can attack them with tight ends. And I think the Rams. It's not like they're going to be. It's not like they're bad against tight ends. It's just like that's the only place you can get to them is with your tight ends. So I think that's Jared Cook's amazing week. Yeah, and I think Jared Cook will have another good week against um, the Broncos too for kind of similar reasons. We saw it with the fucking Will Disley. Um, exactly. So, uh, um, yeah, obviously Jared Cook's the guy too. But um, I mean, yeah, Ricky Seals Jones. I mean, he's like Sam Bradford. Like, I mean, he doesn't have much of a rapport with any of these guys, but he seemed to look. Let me see how many targets there were for Ricky Seals Jones because he didn't get I much last week. I think it was six. Yeah. Um, Arizona hit go. Yeah, he got six targets last week. Only pulled in three of them, but I think he like dropped an end zone pass. I don't know. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was Fitz, DJ, and then Ricky Seals Jones. Like Ricky Seals Jones was the third third target after Fitz and DJ. So I mean, yep. 
I, I, wide receiver three. Yeah, he's 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 their he's a top option for Sam Bradford, and there's going to be a lot of pressure, so like he's going to need his tight end this week, I think. Bradford likes his tight end. I, he liked Rudolph. Yeah, a he lot. made Rudolph a phenomenal choice. So, and Roy Seals Jones is also very athletic. He kind of fits that Jarrett Cook mold a bit. So, hmm. who do you got? <laughs> and they'll be throwing. Yeah. Uh, so I really like Tariq Cohen this week. Uh, I don't know how much of a sleeper he is. He's probably owned in most leagues. But if you probably sat him last week, which was a smart call, I really think if you've got him, this put him in your flex or something this week. I think he's going to go off. I've got him in a couple leagues. It's kind of a gut thing. Um, I think Howard is going to struggle a little bit against Seattle, and they'll use Cohen more in the passing game, and he's going to be a monster. I could dig it. I mean, there's going to be a, like a couple of games where Cohen has has solid outing just because he's too good not to. Yeah. So, yeah, this is my week two Tariq Cohen pick. All right. Calling the shot. Calling the shot. He would be my bold prediction to go off, but my other one, I just, I have to give it. Which mm-hmm. I, oh, are, you, are we going into sits next? Because I'll, I'll wait yeah. on that. You can go You can go ahead and talk your sit now if you want. Yeah. So I'm sitting Lynch. I have Paxton him in Lynch, my. Paxton Lynch, I don't blame you. Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Paxton Lynch should stay on his couch where he belongs playing <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Marshawn Lynch, she does not have a great matchup against uh, Denver. Um, they've been historically fairly good against the run as far as their whole defense is pretty good. And the Raiders clearly have some things to figure out. I mean, they, I think they played arguably the best team in the league last week, so I'm not going to slight them too much for not competing with the Rams. But I, I don't like the matchup as much for Lynch. And I think he'll get a decent amount of carries, but it's going to be tough even in division. I think it's a lower scoring affair. Yeah, when when the Raiders were playing catch up it was Richard in, so Yep. It was almost exclusively Richard. I don't even know if they used Lynch in the second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it wasn't much. If you got that early touchdown, just kind of saved your day if you had him, but otherwise yep. it didn't do a whole lot. Which seems to be an MO of Lynch since he's been with the Raiders is he either gets the touchdown and gets you like 12 points or he doesn't and it's not good. Yeah, but I mean it probably would. I mean, I don't know. I think, I think the Denver game will be closer than the Rams game. I mean, okay. They held they held in with the Rams for a lot of the game and kind of the fourth quarter is where it started to fall apart. Right. I think it'll be close. I, I think it'll be lower scoring, though. I think he'll have less opportunity. I was looking at it. Mar- Lynch got me 11.9 points in a league. So, yeah, you were right on it with the 12. <laughs> um, yeah, so I see you, all, you, you did, in fact, put Mariota as the sit. I think we kind of talked about it a little bit with the lineman being out, right? Yeah. The line being out, Houston's defense, and Mariota might get inj- re-injured. Yeah, the Houston's D-line is is their why merciless clowny. Like, if your line's not intact, that's a big old bummer. for. Uh, and, like, their secondary isn't great, but Mariota does not have, like, a great arm that he can exploit that like Brady does. Yeah, and, I mean, I know we talked about Junior Smith being good, but, like, Delaney Walker's gone. That's Mariota's go-to. Yeah. So. That's a big. That's a big hit. Yeah, that that hurts like I like a lot. And t- t- Tennessee's line was like already not that great. Like, I mean, like, when it's yeah, fully healthy, it's pretty solid. Yeah, it, it was pretty decent. But ta- like Taylor the Wand being out is like, it yeah. it knocks them down a lot of spots. Starting left tackle, woof. Remember the Eagles like 
They were yeah. one of the few teams that could make it work without Jason Peters. Oh, but the, oh, the Cowboys last year when they were out right. there left tackle. <laughs> Chaz Playboy Green. got what, <laughs> six sacks or some bullshit. Something like, yeah. ridiculous. Yep. Like, if a left tackle downgrade is big. Um, and obviously, like, I mean, we can talk about Cam losing his right tackle too. But, I mean, he's he's mobile. And, I mean, Mariota can move around. But, like, he's he's not like the he's not like as good of a runner even though he is mobile. It, that might sound kind of weird, but like, he's just like the poor man's Cam Newton. He doesn't have. He's not as athletic. He's not as fast. He doesn't have as good of an arm. Yeah, like Mar- Mariota. Like I, don't know, I think he's like a little better, like of a passer as far as accuracy goes compared to Cam. But I mean, what I heard someone say, like, despite like him being athletic, you, you want him to stay on like a script. Like you don't want Mariota going unscripted as much as like Correct. you think he would because like even though he's athletic, like. He, he's the kind of guy where, like, he's a good extension of, a, like, an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. But I, I would agree with that. And so I don't – I just don't like him this week, so I'm sitting Mariota. Yeah, they're, they're, the line's definitely top half on the line's in, but when he's out, they're, like, bottom 10. Oof. So that's just my take. Um, And then my sit is Jamal Williams. They have mm. to deal with the Vikings. That's kind of most of it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't want him running back against the Vikings. That's a bad, bad time. It's a bad time. Like if Rodgers plays, he'll have a little more. Actually, I don't know. I I don't know because I was just thinking like if they put in Kaiser, he might do the checkdowns to Williams. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Like Williams isn't really like the pass catcher either that much, is he? I mean, he'll he'll do it like reluctantly. The, I, I'm, I don't I don't like Williams this week, so he's he's nice. I don't I don't think going against the Vikings is good for a running back. I mean, we saw it last week. Not even like Shanahan could get running backs doing much against. So yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so those are sits. So I guess to um, kind of review it, uh, starts are James White and Robbie. Streams, we've got Smith, Tyrod, Big Ben, and Eli. Sleepers, we've got Ricky Seals Jones and Tariq Cohen. Sits, we've got Jamal Williams, Marshawn Lynch, and Marcus Mariota. So on to our bold predictions. Hopefully, it's a little better this week, especially for me. Um, mine, I think Christian McCaffrey is the PPR running back one. Obviously, Ooh. PPR, I mean, maybe if it's half PPR, it's a little lower. Standard, definitely lower. But the Falcons are bad against pass catching running backs. They're down some guys. Uh, Carolina is missing Greg Olson. They're missing some linemen. Like it, it all plays to Christian McCaffrey getting the ball a lot. And like he's he's kind of he, the game script doesn't really matter for him just because like he's a, such a good pass catcher that he's going to get the ball even if they're ahead or behind. But honestly, behind may even be a boost, especially with PPR because targets are valuable. So he gets some carries too, right? Yeah, like they're giving him more carries too, and like North Turner came out and said he wants to keep feeding McCaffrey, like he said it again, like this week, and so, like I, I'm gonna go full, full on with McCaffrey this weekend DFS too, and hopefully it doesn't kill me like it did with Alex Collins, but I think McCaffrey's better than Collins, and the team no, likes think, him more. So I think it's a really good pick, especially after last week. Some people are, might be down on yeah, him because like, he only he's like the running back 25 or yeah, whatever. Like if you want to, like if you can buy low on McCaffrey right now, do it do it like yeah. I've, I've i've kind of been trying to this week too before anything happens but yeah it's gonna be yeah speaking be of buying low on a guy uh josh gordon was not really supposed to play last week i don't really like i don't know what happened he was on the field for a lot of snaps but he wasn't really in the lineup and he wasn't supposed to get the ball he was more of just a decoy to like ease him back into things he still ended up getting a touchdown my bold prediction is that this Week two, not week one, is the return of Flash Gordon. And we're going to see him tear it 
up against the Saints. Dude, I can uh, see it. Like he like Mike like he's he and Mike Evans are like on similar tiers. Like Mike Evans made Marshawn Lattimore look bad. And there's the rivalry there too, which was a big part of it, I think. But yeah, I he's like a little call. bigger. But I think uh you're gonna have Landry there is gonna draw some coverage too, especially from the slot and Gordon. Oh Gordon. Yeah, Let's do Gordon, it, baby. like yeah. Yeah, Gordon's a better route runner than Mike Evans is, I think, so I, I like it. I like it. And honestly, like, <laughs> there was another thing from Todd Haley about, like, starting the best players. And, like, the, the, I think that Gordon playing more was a Todd Haley thing, which, mm-hmm. which I, I don't blame him. Like, right. It was like a miscommunication between Haley and Hugh. Miscommunication. Like, <laughs> like, okay. Like, Haley is, like, definitely, like, one of the biggest, like, no bullshit guys in the league, like, as far as right. the coaching like, standpoint goes. Like, you saw him on Hard Knocks. Like, we know who Todd Haley is. Like, he rubs a lot of players the wrong way because of it, too. Like, him and Big Ben did not get along at all. He's abrasive as fuck. Yeah, but, but it's, it's like, he he's going to do what he thinks is best, but, like, he's right a fair amount of the time. Like, he's he's shown he's a very good coordinator, OC at least, not maybe not coach as much. But um, he's he's yeah. a very good OC. So like, This yeah. is a competent offense now with Todd Haley. Yeah, they tied the Steelers, which I wonder I wonder how Haley felt about tying the Steelers. Like, obviously he wanted to win, but he tied him at least, so. Yeah. He did time. Wonder what he said. And they would have like won if TJ Watt doesn't block that field goal. Yeah, that, I mean, it was. I didn't watch a, a lot of the game, but I need to go back and look at some. But they had a lot of chances to win it. Um, of course, in typical Brown fashion, they didn't. But hey, in typical <laughs> but they Steeler, didn't lose either. But in typical Steeler fashion, <laughs> they played out to their competition. So. Yeah. Exactly. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So that's those are our uh, predictions on that. I like it. And then, um, lastly. We'll go through our uh, our picks here. We've got a few minutes left, so we'll kind of just run through them real quickly here. Um, we were pretty solid last week. We're, count, we're counting the Cleveland-Pittsburgh. We both picked Pittsburgh. Um, obviously, it was a tie, so we're counting that as a tie on our record. Um, and we're not counting the Thursday night game because, um, I mean, we usually don't. Because like, unless you record before it happens, we're not going to usually count it. Um, right. Well, we did both did have Baltimore this week, but that's not how we're – and usually doing things so um unless you want to add it this week so last week's um scott you were nine five and one mm-hmm. and i was ten four and one i think the difference was the houston new england game right yeah, yeah i had houston as the upset little little mistake but yeah whatever. yes yeah, so i'm you, still i don't regret it yeah you had you had houston as your upset and chargers as your lock neither of those hit sorry bud um <laughs> i had pats and dolphins and those both hit so i was happy about that um we both picked the Dolphins, though. I just picked them as my upset of the week. So it was yeah, yeah. I just picked it differently. Um, so this week, I know last night we both thought Baltimore would win and they lost. That was a bummer. Um, so let's see. Carolina, Atlanta. We both have Atlanta. We both have Chargers over Buffalo. Duh. Um, duh. Minnesota, Green Bay. Um, if Rodgers plays, it sounds like we both have the Packers. Yep. I, I assume if Rodgers doesn't play, we both switch to the Vikings, right? Like that's kind of a given. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Houston at Tennessee. This one's close, but with, with the Houston or sorry, with with the Tennessee injuries, I'm going Houston. Yeah, I've got Houston as well. They're actually my lock of the week. Nice, nice. I like it. Um, see, Cleveland at New Orleans. We both got New Orleans, but I mean, mm-hmm. I would be okay with Cleveland winning. Me too. <laughs> I'd That'd be, okay be pretty cool. Here. Um, and we agree on a lot of these. Um, we have some disagreement in the later games, at least. Oh, mm-hmm. we agree, we agree on almost all of these except the last two. So. We both have the Jets beating Miami. We both have Pittsburgh beating Kansas City. Although that one's kind of close. 
and the, the Jets Miami is close. Like some of these are kind of tougher, but some of them are obvious. Yeah, I have the Jets splitting with the Dolphins, so I just have them winning their home game and then losing the away game. Yeah, in in division, it's usually the home <laughs> pick. Um, Philly and Tampa both have Philly. Um, Washington and New we both have Washington, and then <laughs> we both have. Rams beating Arizona, that's kind of an easy one. We have San Francisco beating Detroit. Um, I can see that being kind of close, though. That was a tough one for me. Uh, I think I just ended up picking San Fran as the home favorite, but winning by a field goal. Yeah. Um, we both got Denver over Oakland. As, as sad as it makes me feel, I want Oakland to win, obviously, but I think Denver is just a better team. Like, I don't. It, it sucks for me, but I, I, Denver is just going to be better. Like, yeah, give the Raiders some time to, you know, get some grinders on that team. Denver is going to do literally the same thing that um, the Rams did last week. Like, honestly, like the, those teams are built so similarly. I think it's going to, like, strong D-line, strong secondary, good run game, some pretty competent receivers. Like, yeah, like, it's going to be the same exact thing. So, they still like, have Bradley Roby and Chris, like, Chris Harris Jr., right? Yeah, so it's going to be tough for Cooper again, but... I think fire up your Jared Cook, I guess. Um, we both have Jacksonville over New England. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's that's probably the toughest one to pick. New England's like a one-point road favorite. Um, but I think Jacksonville brings probably home. should be. Yeah, but this is going to be, this is going to be, this is like my favorite of, honestly, it's like one of my favorite games. Obviously, the early games, Green Bay, Minnesota is probably the best one in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um Atlanta, Carolina is always good. And then these, the second slate of games, Jacksonville, New England is going to be the best one. Um, Sunday night game is where we start splitting. I've got Dallas. You have the Giants. Yep. I like the Giants to bounce back this week. The Dallas was just, I, I can't, I can't. Yeah, I know. I really hope they get <laughs> more involved and figure that out. Um, I, please, please do. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm at the Giants, who's favorite? Is it actually the, the, um, Dallas's favorite. Yeah, which, at home. yeah, that's three. I think it's like three points, which is which is the home field pretty much. Um, yep. And then lastly, it's Monday night. I've got Chicago. You've got Seattle. I don't feel great about the Chicago pick. Like I'm very torn on this. I, I don't think. feel great about the Seattle pick. Yeah. So <laughs> it's hard to say Russell Wilson's going to lose in prime time, but the team is just so bad, dude. Yeah. Chicago like nearly beat Green Bay last week. I don't know if Seattle's any better than Green Bay, and they lost Baldwin. Yeah, I don't like it. So I'm yeah, gonna... it's a tough matchup. That's why I really like Tariq Cohen. Yeah, I think I it'll be a really close game. I'll tell you that. Probably like thirty to twenty-three final. Revenge game for Brandon Marshall. Revenge game. <laughs> I can't, there can't be anyone left on the on the Bears that he has animosity towards at this point, right? Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's been a, it's been a bit, but I don't know. Just old old team he probably probably gets a little more amped up. Mm-hmm. So Marshall this week, let's go. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. So locks. You said you. I think you already mentioned what you had Houston as your lock, right? Yep, they're my lock. Yeah. Um, I feel you there. Philly's my lock. Um, I don't think they were more than a touchdown favorite, were they? If they were, I'll change it. No, I think it's five, five and a half. Oh, I sound it sounded it sounded, uh, it's three right now actually. Three point favorites and Houston's a two and a half point favorite, so those are those are viable. Like I said, we do we do, we do less than a touchdown for um for that. Um, mm-hmm. and then upsets we've got I've got Jacksonville over New England, um, as my I've upset. got the Giants. Yep. Um. See, so Giant. Yeah, Giants are only three point underdogs. 
Jacksonville is only a one point underdog. And that game started as a pick 'em. So all instead of all viable, they're all um, underdogs by the odds. Um, also, just got a notification that Marlon Mack practiced in full on Friday. Um, he's questionable still. So that's interesting. Hard to imagine with a full practice that he'll be, not play. Yeah. I think it's really tricky. Like, I, if if Mac plays, you cannot play Wilkins at all. Nope. But um, I think you could still maybe play Hines. I don't love it, but I think it's doable. Mm-hmm. All right. That about wraps it up. Yeah, that's that probably like our quickest ever in-season episode. We're both on <laughs> time crunch because we both got the both got to be places today. Yeah, so. I got to work. Yeah, I got to go evangelize. <laughs> whenever I, like, I'm going to talk to someone about the product, so, like, whenever I do that, I just call evangelizing, so. There we go. <laughs> but, um, yeah, hopefully I don't have any technical difficulties getting this up this time. I figured it out. There was a printer driver causing it not to work. So I, we have a label printer we use, and the driver for that was causing the audio not to save and export with Audacity and, like, other programs. So I uninstalled it. It worked. Reinstalled it. didn't work. So, like, obviously I got a hold down. was, like, the fuck. Um, huh. That happened to me. I couldn't get MATLAB to work um, my senior year at Miami because I had an old printer driver on my computer. So it's like the only. It's like the only reason I thought of that. So if, troubleshooting. If, yeah, printer drivers, man, watch out for those. Don't we'll know get why. You. Yeah, it just this is weird. So um, yeah. So I will, this this will be up on. I won't have time to do it today, but this will be up Saturday, late afternoon, evening at some point. Hell yeah. But it will be up before Sunday. It'll be up before the games. Um, some news might change, but um, yeah. Best of luck to everyone. Hopefully, hopefully our calls are a little better this week, and hopefully we nail these streamers. Hopefully you can uh, rely on us for some fantasy insight if you're torn between some players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, as the season goes on too, we'll be able to open it up and answer some questions people might have about who to start over who and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, at this point, it's not too tough to make some decisions. I mean, a lot of it's like. Where do I value James Conner? He, he's on RB1 now. Like, where do I value Sammy Watkins? I'll wait and see. Right. <laughs> I like, wait and see, honestly, as much as I love him. But, like, yeah. So, it's tough, but it happens. And then, um, it's, it's, watch the waiver wires, look for buy lows, try to buy Christian McCaffrey if you can. Play him everywhere this week. That's what I'm saying. Play him everywhere. Yep, what yep. is he in DFS? Um, I think he's, like, um, this will be the last thing we can do. Let's see. I think he's... Like seven thousand on both of them, I think. It's pretty worth. Gonna easily hit double that. Yeah. So he is seventy four on Fanduel, and then I think he's seven thousand on DraftKings, if I remember correctly. Might have been yeah. even lower. Let me look. NFL Classic Sunday games. <laughs> Click a random thing and see what McCaffrey is. Yeah, he's seven thousand. So I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be playing a lot of McCaffrey and Coleman. And then my other spot's probably just going to be what James Conner, Alvin Kamara talked early. I don't know. I wish I could play more running backs. But luckily, the flex spot helps you play three running backs. So if you want to stack that game and go McCaffrey, Coleman, Julio, I'm all aboard. That's actually that's going to be, I think that's going to be my stack in at least one tournament lineup. Fuck, even if, I would even do it in cash because Julio historically just destroys. Like, I, like my other bold prediction would be Julio's uh, the wide receiver one again or some shit because, like, he destroys Carolina. A divisional matchup. It's like Green versus the Ravens, man. Yeah, well, didn't didn't Julio get like what what was his game last year? Was that against Carolina where he just went like two hundred and two or something? Yeah, like absurdly freaking bonkers against them. 
Um, yeah, 200. Oh, that was Tampa. Um, Carolina, he had 118. Yeah, I mean, 118. <laughs> yeah, and then he went bonkers. Like, like, he always goes bonkers in the division. Oh, yeah, 2016, he had 300 yards against Carolina. That was it. Three, 300 yards. Like, I'm not saying he's going to do that again, but he historically just beats Carolina down, especially in Atlanta. Like, in Atlanta against Carolina is kind of your go-to with Julio. So that's my call on that as well. Um, yeah. Uh, you got anything right. to add before we close out? Well, that should about do it. Um, oh, yeah, Deshaun Jackson is questionable. If he's out, start your Chris Godwin, maybe. Uh, Chris Godwin, maybe. Possibly. Yeah. Who knows? But um, <laughs> I like getting news as we do this. This is fun. But um, anybody, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And hope you all have a good week, too. Thank you. Thank you.